Get ready for your weekly dose of tips, tactics, and insights on how to turbocharge your marketing. You are listening to Smart Marketing with your hosts, Justin Lester and Jason Bagley. Jason? Justin? What's up? <laughs> What's up, my man? No, today is a good day because this today's the sixth part of our six pillars. It's the last part, sorry, of the six pillars of um, SEO. What do we call? What do we call it? Yeah, the six, six pillars, pillars of SEO. Yeah, yes. yeah. And today's yeah. the sixth one. And what is the sixth one, Justin? Is user experience. So we spoke about uh, readability, relevancy, popularity, authority, and trust. And and you know, user experience is a big one. So uh, yeah. Um, cool. I'll, okay. I'll I'll kick it off. I'll you kick, kick it, it off. off. So, so I think the user experience actually starts when you literally land on the uh, on the search engine results page. So. If, for instance, your meta title, uh, your result is not captivating enough and not interesting enough and doesn't generate enough clicks, then it's ultimately going to affect your SEO. So think about it like this, right? If I've got, if if I'm Google and I always want to serve my customers the best experience and I then go and put you at number one, but your title is is just not enticing enough or it's not relevant enough to what the user is looking for. And let's say number two and three are just getting above average um, clicks and their title is so much more um, engaging. Well, you know, Google's going to go, look, why would I put you at number one? I'm clearly going to get a lot more traffic. It's going to be a lot better experience for my users. So, so that's actually mm. where your user experience starts. Exactly. Um, I think... As you mentioned around those meta title descriptions, I think a lot of people don't even focus on that. They're like they have their standard way of just laying out their titles and things like that. I don't realize people read have to read those results first before they're actually going to click on them. Um, so that's super important. Um, the next one I'll talk about, I think, is site speed. So the user, your the experience of your website is also really, really important. And ultimately, and I think we all know this, like Amazon, I think and I can't remember that stat, maybe you know the stat, Justin, but that like when Amazon shave like half a second of their load time, the increase in conversions and the increase in sales and um, is like, you know, in the obviously hundreds of thousands of millions of dollars. Um, and so site speed also, it's, it's part of the experience. If you get to a site, it's really slow and it's not loading, like the actual page you're trying to get just doesn't load. What do you do? You click back. You're like, oh, must be the website that's broken and head back. So that's part of the user experience. And once again, Google's tracking the fact that you clicked and now you're right back on their results. So something didn't work there. Um, and so that starts potentially, um, they will start penalizing you for that. Yeah, I mean, um, if you if you think about it, uh, you know, like the reason why site speed makes such a difference is sometimes you're on a mobile device and you're, you know, the reception isn't great. So, and, and you've got, you know, the 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 dreaded one bar, you know, <laughs> we all know what it's like, and they like those extra seconds are going to make a difference because, mm. you know, they, our, our attention span is, I think it was like, the, the, I think it's like divided by 50%. It used to be, you know, you catch my attention in eight seconds. And I think it 
you know, everyone's everyone's is less now. So and Definitely. it's getting worse and worse and worse. So mm. sites, uh, you know, site speed's massive. And the other one is clearly is is going to be mobile, and and this will also come down to your user experience. Uh, I, I know we talked about this quite a few times, and most websites should be. We do still see that it, not that your website is not mobile responsive, because we see most sites you know are mobile responsive, but. It's about when you develop your website, are you developing for mobile first? So bear in mind that, you know, around 2010, 2012, um, the amount of traffic that uh, Google had was uh, from mobile eclipsed that of desktop. So if that's the case, why are we developing still for a desktop? It should be for mobile because that's your priority device. Mm. So to doing that, and it's ultimately going to deliver a, a, a best experience. So think of it like when you're trying to optimize for a browser. So many people optimize for things like Chrome and Safari versus trying to optimize for rest in peace Internet Explorer, you know? <laughs> um, so why would you do different? And I, yeah. yeah, those things are going to play a big role. And I think that what you can definitely do on the decision mobile side of things, test your site. So, there, Google has a um, mobile-friendly test. You just pop in your website in. So search for that Google mobile-friendly test. Uh, pop in your website URL there, and it'll give you a result on how friendly. How friendly? It's quite a strange way to think of it. But um, what the results of that? Uh, the score you'll get a score. Your website will get a score, and there'll be things that you can improve on. And all those little incremental improvements from whether it's site speed, whether it's your meta uh, tags, whether it's the title of your pages, and you're obviously being your site being accessible on mobile and being easy to use on mobile, um, all count towards that experience that a user has, not from like you just ranking in Google, but just from an experience of somebody going through your website and experiencing your brand um, and actually having a good experience, which then ultimately gets them to become, whether they become, you know, customers of yours, whether they start talking more about your company, um, you know, sharing, all of those things. They all add up to the user experience. Um, and often we forget to put ourselves in our customers' shoes, in our clients' shoes when looking at our stuff. We're always looking at everybody else. We're never like, oh, never analyzing our own stuff enough. Um, and there's always little things to improve and simple things often, like really we overlook the simple things. And so, yeah, that's, that's, yeah. that's what I got. No, no, I agree. I, but I think that the key takeaway here is, you know, we've got the other, just to wrap up on this, these six pillars, you know, if you focused on one, two, three, four, five, and six, and you've addressed those areas, I mean, look, the reality is we could go into talk about conversion rate optimization and user experience. Like that is, you know, the, those are, extensive but at least you know if you've covered the first five pillars um you've got user experience and you can continue to focus on that more and more and more um and like i said there's a huge amount of depth you can go into from you know um eye tracing technology to you know uh drop off funnels to user behavior flows like you know um but conceptually, those are ultimately the six pillars. If you focus on those areas, I guarantee you guys, you will rank, you will succeed, you will generate traffic, and you will generate quality leads. And that is it. That has been a good six, the six pillars of SEO. I've learned a ton from these uh, myself, just talking to you about this, Justin. It's a good series. Cool. So thanks for listening, guys. If you enjoyed this episode, you know we need those five stars. That would be amazing. 
and we shall see you in the next episode. Peace. Thank you for listening to today's episode of Smart Marketing. Be sure to review, rate, and subscribe to keep up to date with the latest marketing tips, insights, and tactics to help make your marketing a success.